Hi, and welcome to Does This Make Me Look Old? A podcast about aging as gracefully as possible when you're just not ready. We're two 40-something-year-old friends who find themselves kind of straddling that really odd period of time when aging and everything that it's associated with is starting to become a much bigger part of our lives. We're definitely curious, but at the same time, rather terrified about aging. I'm Shiv. I'm a health science nerd and pop culture fiend. And I'm Sim, an adult-in-waiting obsessed with finance and self-help books. We're going to be talking about the stereotypes of aging and how they affect us. And we'll also be doing some deeper dives um, into some interesting topics, such as what it's like to get old in the society, dating when you're older, and scientific advancements in anti-aging products, and even evolution and scientific thinking around aging. And throughout it all, we chat, rant, laugh about our adulting mishaps, of which there are so, so, so many. So join us as we navigate our second quarter life crisis. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Does This Make Me Look Old? Hey, Shiv. Hey, Sam. (laughs) How's it going? Not bad, not bad. You know, hanging in there. It's a long weekend, so, but whatever. (laughs) I was just going to say, it's a long weekend and that's great, but then I'm working, so, you know, good times. (laughs) (laughs) If you feel any better, I'm working too, so. (laughs) And uh, I think that's the story of our lives. I know. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. Well, I mean, actually, it fits very well with the topic this week. Because yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, on one hand, I'm like I'm kind of a workaholic. On the other hand, I'm thinking, but I kind of want to retire. <laughs> so what's stopping you? What's stopping you, Shiv? Oh my goodness! Well, like finances mainly, and I think that that like segues very nicely to what we were thinking about talking about, which is like financial mistakes that we made in our quote youth. Although for me, I feel like I'm still, I'm still doing them. Oh my yeah. God. As soon as you just said that, as soon as you said in our youth, I'm like, have we stopped making those mistakes? I know. I know. I, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I actually haven't stopped making the mistakes. I'm trying to learn from them, but like, I, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a, it's like a work in progress. It's kind of like trying to lose weight. <laughs> Although, okay, no, don't get me started on that one today. Emotionally, I'm not there to handle it. Um, no worries <laughs> I just meant it's like it's a constant battle yes no no I know I know <laughs> and yes it is it is a constant battle oh, oh my goodness yeah so yeah so this week we were going to talk about like financial I, I, I don't know financial mistakes or maybe, maybe more financial issues um and like oh no I have mistakes Oh no, I have mistakes too. But I'm just like I'm just like they're mistakes that keep going. So maybe it's just like a chronic issue. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, so 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 tell me one of them. Okay, what's what's a chronic so, issue for you? Yeah, yeah. So like when you were thinking about yeah, because when we were talking about this and you were like, oh, let's talk about like financial like mistakes that we made in our like when we were younger and that like we kind of understood were like problems back then and mm-hmm. things that we should correct in our like older age. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because now they'll like, impact retirement um and you know like affect work life balance, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like um yeah, so I was giving some thought to it. And like I think my main financial 
like financial concern Mm -hmm. that um, I had when I was younger and I still kind of have, but like I kind of recognize it now and I'm trying to curb it like with varying levels of success depending on the day (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, is uh, emotional spending. You went deep in your first issue. I thought we were going to ease into it, you know? (laughs) I thought we were going to sort of start off small, like, oh, I wish I had saved a little bit more. (laughs) But no, no, you went directly to the the, the most uh, difficult one. Okay. I'm like, let's deal with the big topic first. (laughs) Okay. All right. Tell me. Yeah. So I think think that this is – and, and like, okay, I'm still learning and I'm sure like there's a lot of like, and because emotional spending obviously has a lot to do with like, probably like psychology and maybe like, you know, psychiatric issues, et cetera. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's a pretty big thing yeah. and I don't, like, I'm not going to say that we, I can solve it or I have solved it or that like we can solve it in chatting on about it on this podcast. But like, mm-hmm. I do recognize that like a lot of my, because I mean, okay, like, okay, just a step back. <laughs> Sorry, this has become like super long winded, but anyway, <laughs> but like, just a step back, like, we all know what we're supposed to do, right? Like, yeah. you know, you, you're taught by your parents that, like, you know, you you work, you make money, you save, you try to invest a little bit, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then, and you're, you basically try to create a nest egg in so that, like, when you retire, you have money to live off of, correct? Right. Like, this is yes. kind of like mm-hmm. the, Yeah. But the thing is, is like life kind of gets in the way. And like, and even though you know this logically, I don't know, like, like things can sometimes disrupt it. And I think that when I was like in my 20s, that, you know, you, you start to make money and like, yeah, you know, you're supposed to save it. But like, you know, you want it. Like, first of all, like you, you're just excited. You're making money. You like, you spend money on things that you want to do, like travel and like, you know, material things. And like, mm-hmm. you know, if you like, if you uh, have a new place, you want to decorate it, stuff like that. Yeah. But then sometimes, like life stress, and this is what I find I do a lot. Life like because shopping makes me happy. Uh-huh. If I am unhappy in life, then. Sometimes you just use spending in order to like get that feeling, you know, where you're like, like maybe you're stressed or anxious. Because the the reason I'm, and I don't mean to, uh, you know, be like, oh, what is that? Because, so I spend a lot too, but I actually don't enjoy shopping. So, uh, so, but I also have emotional spending. So it's a different but it's a different type. Okay, different cool. type. So that's so why when you talk, shopping, okay, let's talk about like, mine. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I'm like, okay, so tell me a little bit more. Elaborate yeah. a little bit because that I don't understand because I find shopping to be stressful. Stressful, yeah. So No, but it depends on the type of shopping, right? Mm-hmm. So like sometimes and, – and, and this is why it becomes complicated for different <laughs> – because like, it's very individual, right? Like it's all yeah. dependent on your psyche, right? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Like, and it's – yeah. So like um, – yeah. So sometimes I find shopping stressful if you need a certain item and like you can't find it or like, you know, that type of thing 
can be stressful. But then mm-hmm. the other thing that I find shopping like, and I, it's true. Like, I, it's not like I love shopping all the time. Mm-hmm. But but like the other thing that can be stressful, and this is where you bring body image and body dysmorphia, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, into like mm-hmm. into the Another conversation. Topic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Probably something we could talk about later. But like, <laughs> but like. So shopping emotionally can go a couple of ways in the mm-hmm. sense that like if you're feeling really great about yourself, then I like shopping. Because like I remember once I lost like a lot of weight and I was just like, oh my God, I feel fabulous. And then you're just like, I want to show myself off. And so then you end up going, then you end up going one way, right? Where you're just like, I'm going to buy like a super slim fitting dress that I've like always wanted to buy, but like yeah, never right. had the guts to, you know what right, I mean? Right. And so then you can go that way. But then like, if you feel crappy about yourself, then it becomes really stressful. Like, it's just like, oh God, I feel so fat today, yeah. but I do need this like skirt, shirt, whatever. And you're just like in there and you're just like, everything. Yeah. But, but you me. do also get a high from shopping depends on the type of thing. So I've got um, like, there's like, there's different things that make me happy, right? Like right, right, right. I love color. I love jewelry. So like sometimes if I like feel crappy about my life, I'll be like, I want a new ring or I want a pair of earrings or something like that, you know? Yeah. So then like, or I want makeup because like for a brief second, the the feeling of like looking slightly different or looking like a bit like just the imagine, like if you just imagine yourself like with this mm-hmm. new thing, like will just like for a brief second of your life just make you feel like things can be better, you know? Okay, and so yeah. then, then that, so shopping for that is not just shopping for the material item, but also like. Like it's fulfilling some other need. Yes. Right. And, yes. and, and, and okay, I, so what is it about the makeup or the jewelry um, that like if you're having like, what's the association? Like, you're having a crappy day, for example. And yeah. You want to, and then you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go buy myself a ring, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. What is it about that ring? Like, is it the, the browsing through the different rings that excites you? Is it the actual purchase? Is it when you get it that you feel the most happy? Like, what about it? So it's a, it's it's a lot of things, right? So like I think I think the entire experience mm-hmm. is like very full, like weirdly like psychologically fulfilling. You like I don't know like sometimes and the thing is is like sometimes I browse for things like just because I mean I love jewelry. I just like the I like the sparkle, the colors. Like it mm-hmm. just it's just a thing. Like that's just I I always have ever since I was a kid. Like I was just like I. I I was just obsessed with jewelry. My mom had, I feel so bad. My mom had this pearl ring and I think I was six and like, and uh, we were sitting in this train on India in India. And like, I was just obsessed with this ring. It was so pretty. Like, and the pearl just like glistened so nicely. And like, and, um, and it was in a gold setting and it was just like gorgeous. And like, I, which is so strange to remember this thing when you're a child. But anyway, I still remember it. And then like my mother was letting me play with it on the train because she could see just like how happy it made me. And then, and she was like, don't lose it. She's like, I don't like, first of all, I was just like, can't I play with the ring? And she's like, no, you're going to lose it. And then I was like, no, 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 I won't. I won't. A six-year-old Jesus. Anyway. (laughs) And then I think she just felt bad for me because I was just like pleading with her, you know? (laughs) And then she's like, okay, but don't lose it. And then sure enough, what did I do? I fucking lost it anyway (laughs) but like but this uh but this just goes to show you like my lifelong love of jewelry (laughs) right so like so the the items just make me happy 
And like I, so I just, I'm always browsing for jewelry. Like I just like interesting rings and interesting earrings and stuff like that. Necklaces, all sorts of things. And then, so like in my head, I just have like all of these items that like I already know I like. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is probably a bad thing. (laughs) But anyway, so like if I'm ever stressed and I'll, I'll just be like, let's just look at that ring again, you know? And so then like, so that's what I'll do. I'll just like go and look at it. And then, and then some, some like, I mean, sometimes And then you really don't good. know how it shows up in your mailbox, like within the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, that showed up in my um, shopping bag. How did that happen? And oh, no, it's been bought. <laughs> I'm just really have this. You're like, I don't actually know. <laughs> it just somehow showed up. <laughs> and like, oh, look, it's been delivered to my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, so like sometimes like, I don't know. It's like, it's this weird, like, okay. So yeah, part of it is like, it's a weird comfort thing Mm -hmm. because it just makes me feel better. Like, I don't know, like, and I'm sure some psychiatrist can explain this to me. I do not have enough psychiatry training in order to totally understand this, but like something about it is kind of like a comfort. Like it's kind of, you know how like kids carry around like blankets, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like in my mind, like, these items are kind of like comfort blankets, you know? And then if I'm stressed, like, you know, I'll like, let's say I've had like a shitty day at work and then I'll like come home and I'll just be like, oh, let me take a look at that item. You know what I mean? And then like, and then if I have the willpower, I will not buy it. But then if I don't have the willpower, (laughs) it will show up in my shopping bag. And then like, but then like, but the thing is, and this is what I always find interesting about these articles that talk about how material things don't make you happy. And you're like, like, that's a lie. It yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, that's a lie. <laughs> like these items do make me happy. Like when they show up, I am just like overjoyed. I'm like, look at how pretty it is. You know what I mean? Like I honestly, if I could wear all my jewelry at once and not look oh like God. a total you crazy person. Like my, you are like my sister. She was well known. Even as a baby, she was that kid, like who would like my mom, because she would want she would do what you did to your mom, where she would want to play with all my mom's jewelry yeah mom started like you know like she would get those toy plasticky jewelries yeah yeah and so she had a whole bunch of them except she would insist on wearing all of them when she went out (laughs) dude dude if i could do that and not look totally insane oh she looked insane (laughs) imagine a three-year-old wearing every piece of plastic jewelry And, oh and, my god! And, I and love when her. You're 13, when you're thirteen, <laughs> when and you're, you're like, oh, look at my kids. I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my god, I am not related to this girl because obviously I was too cool for school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it really crept my style, which was yeah, none, exactly. which is like I had none. But you know. <laughs> It was yeah. you know, like it was hilarious, and to this day, my sister's like you. Like yeah. she randomly, like like every time you go like to her place, there's like boxes every single day. A box arrives of and, something, and, yeah, yeah, because she'll follow. She'll see something on Instagram. She'll see something on like you know, and she has things bookmarked, and it's just crazy. But it's we think her addiction is shopping, and we tried intervening as a family. So far, we have not been successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, 
as things go and like in my life, it probably it's probably a mild addiction, but like luckily it hasn't like spilled over into well yet like, and hopefully never but like you know into like a full-blown so, so, problem it sounds like you get a lot of joy though right and this yes is, yes so why yes. do you think it's a mistake or an issue well the thing is is that like i mean i guess the like like what what con- makes it okay okay financial okay. issue it's okay so the reason i'm saying so i mean i guess technically it's not a financial issue in the sense that it's not like i'm overspending like do you know what I mean like it's not like I'm taking my entire paycheck and it's all going to jewelry like yeah, then yeah. then it would be like okay step back like mm-hmm. let's let's like figure out your finances type thing but like I but the thing is is like I do shop for very or like not very high-end jewelry it's not like I'm like it's not like I'm walking into like Cartier and I'm like oh give me your like $150,000 emerald ring or something you know what I mean like I'm not I want that and I want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly like give me your entire shop but like like but it's not like cheap jewelry either like I'm not buying costume jewelry I'm buying kind of like I don't know how to explain it like it's like it's expensive it. jewelry pardon yeah I get it like yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's like it's, it's expensive jewelry but it's not. I'm, it's not like I'm doing it way beyond my means. Do you know what no, I mean? No, I get it. You're, you're shopping within your means, so it's not like so you don't feel like, you know, you're you're going into like some deep dark hole of debt. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like if somebody was looking at my finances, they'd be like, "Did you really need that?" You know what I mean? Like I feel like if somebody was doing like an audit of my expenditures, then mm-hmm. they'd just be like, "You could do better." putting that money into an ETF or like whatever, you know, like you could have bought stock with that, you know? But the thing is, is like, it just doesn't give you the, like the fear, like the pure physical joy. (laughs) It's just like, oh, look, I have an ETF that will now, that I can like, you know, now I can save for my retirement. Like, yay. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I actually think, I think what you're saying is right in the sense that you're not, you're right. Like you're not, um, you know, living beyond your means on these things. And if you actually have other funds that are directed towards investments and savings and you have all the other things in place, then hey, man, the rest of it is play money. So do what you can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then that brings me to like other issues. So okay. Yeah. So like. So right now it's not a problem, but I feel like when I was younger, it definitely was a problem. Like I feel like when I was like your sister's age, that's what was happening. Like I was, and, but then it wouldn't just be, it wouldn't like, like right now for me, it's jewelry for, but for back then it was clothes. Like I would just buy all these clothes that I just didn't need. Yeah. And like, and I think it's because like when you, when you buy these items, you can kind of imagine a different like not a different life, but kind of like this better life with those items in your life. It's very strange. And it's the same thing with makeup. And I think like makeup and jewelry are now my things because I find like makeup is my starter drug or like my, (laughs) it's like my methadone to the heroin. Do you know what I mean? Like jewelry is my heroin, but then like, like makeup is my methadone because it's like, oh look, it's only a $10 lipstick (laughs) as opposed to like, you know, like whatever, like a, like, you know, like a $200 pair of earrings. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, (laughs) it's, it's just like, it's just like a little hit as opposed to like the real thing. Not to keep going for another Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah. So what yeah. would so have I, been different had you started, um, had you not spent on those? So I think I would have been in less credit card debt in my 20s because mm-hmm. it does like you're making less money and mm-hmm. but you're still spending like a crazy amount. So then like I think that I would have been in less credit card debt mm-hmm. and then um, and then I just would have saved more money, you know, mm-hmm. like because you end up buying things that you just don't really need. And then like you could have used that for other like expenses that you know, may have actually brought you more joy. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could have, like, it's not like I I feel like, I don't know. It's not like I feel like I had missed out on travel, but maybe like I could have gone to like, um, I could have gone to Japan instead of like France. You know what I mean? Like you could, like you like could kind more, of, yeah. yeah, like live a little bit more extravagantly instead of like spending money on that new top you know what I mean so uh yeah so that's that's yeah that's kind of it but then the other thing is is that like um the other financial mistake that I feel like I'm still making is that I am like super conservative with my investments like I don't like losing money and I feel like investing is like a like I I don't know what it is like I'm just like you have to be willing to take risks the risks yeah exactly and I feel like I just don't I think I have too much fear over the loss of like money in the stock market and things like that so so even like investing it brings me so much anxiety and that's like something that I have to kind of get over mm-hmm. um and it's funny because like you know it logically like and that's the, and th- this is the thing money i find is a very emotional mine money and finances ends up becoming very emotional because mm-hmm. like logically i know like you can incur you can incur some risk because in the long term um that yeah, like it evens out, right? But then like um and that like a loss in one year will be made up by gains in another. And like and you can always like shift around so that you know like if there are losses in a stock market, you actually put more money into, you know, buying more shares because then mm-hmm. that's when you actually like reap the benefits when the stock market goes back up. These are things that I and you know like Logically, I you know this. Yes, exactly. Like I can spout all of this like financial advice, but then like when it comes to actually doing it, like it stresses me out Mm -hmm. so much. Like I have a financial planner at one of the banks and like he literally sat me down and he was just like, let's try to put some of this money in like you've saved into like an investment. And I have not contacted him again because I'm just like, (laughs) I don't want to do this. (laughs) I'm like, it's so much money that I've saved. I really don't want to lose any of it, (laughs) which makes no sense because like <laughs> which makes no sense because like if it's not making money you're like kind of losing money over time you know like oh, that God, is no, actually I, I agree with you um about this because the lack of investments um that is one of my biggest financial mistakes um i really wish that i had started investing younger yeah. at a younger age mm-hmm. um just exactly like I think it would have been good on so many levels, right? So first, um, I feel like I would have worked through my fears a lot quicker. Yeah, um, you know, because if I had spent all the anxiety, you know, like all the time being anxious and trying to figure out what what does it all mean? Um, yeah. That back then, now I feel like maybe I would have been in a little bit more uh, less anxious state, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, secondly, I think it's like what you said is that for the most part, the market's grown a lot since my twenties. Mm. Right? Um, it's it's incredible, and how much uh, and some of those 
stocks and stuff, um, you know, like the value now versus then, like, yeah, like basically, you could have bought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you had bought shares of Apple back like 10 years ago, you'd be like, oh, pretty, yeah. you'd be pretty set off, yeah, <laughs> right now. Exactly. Like, you know, um, um yeah, and, and like, even when I first started. Because um, I, I was in San Francisco at the time, you know, working in Silicon Valley. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I knew about all these, you know, startups that were going to go IPO and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, my, like I have friends who would be like, OK, that's it. Like we have to like get into this market and this one and that one. I was never brave enough. And yeah. so I never did. And I was always like pushing it off and well, I'll research it. I'll learn about it and I'll think about it. And then by that time, ship had sailed, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and like another six months, a year goes by and you're like, oh, I still haven't started, you know? <laughs> so I really wish go looking back that I think that that is probably one of the biggest mistakes I've made, um, yeah. um, you know, in my younger days. Like if I could redo some of those things, like the first thing I would do is just start learning how to invest, you know, yeah. uh, even if it was a small amount, uh, just every you know, like just to build up. your confidence just up. To build yeah. My confidence even, you know, yeah. <laughs> it would have been nice to build my portfolio, but yes, confidence <laughs> would be also a good thing. Yeah. I think for me, I kind of already have to have a nest egg where you're just like, okay, I've got this pot and it'll be okay. And then this is play money that I can just like afford to lose. I think if I had that, then I'd just be like, fine. Mm-hmm. But like, but I don't. And I'm so I'm just like, oh, God, I don't want to wait. I'm like, this is part of my nest egg. Please don't make me like gamble with it. <laughs> so maybe, maybe, maybe this is what you do, right? Like, oh, I mean, not that I'm, I should be giving you advice, but um, maybe start a separate pot now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's it's hard. I have to, I have to just like, I think I just need like an amount that I feel comfortable. Like if I lost it all, it wouldn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Then I'd, then I'd be okay. But like, or I just need to be this I think I just need to come to just be comfortable with loss it's funny because like I've had this RS like but then this is the other thing that bothers me because like I've had this RSP like since my 20s because like I I did manage to like obviously save like in my 20s and like I've had this RSP since my 20s but honestly it hasn't made it just it feels like it hasn't made all that much money and I'm just kind of like okay the return, like, I don't know, I, I actually should do the complete calculation, but like in terms of how much I've invested versus how much it's grown, I just kind of like, okay, it's, it's all right. <laughs> like, I feel like you have to put a lot of money into something in order to see the gains. Anyway, I, I don't know if what I'm saying is making sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> like in your 20s, it's harder to do in your 20s because like you don't actually have all that much money to play mm-hmm. with because your yeah. like salaries are so much lower, right? So then- True. That is very true. Yeah. And it's only, it's only like, I mean, like now I feel comfortable that like I could play with a little bit, but it's just, but I'm still like, I think I'm just starting, I'm just trying to get over the hurdle of the fact that like, if you lose it all, it's okay. You know? Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So are any, there any, are there any other mistakes? I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I think, yeah. So my, for me, the investment one was definitely uh, a major one. Like I really wish, you know, the other thing, it's not like, I don't know if, I mean, I think it falls in the realm of money, um, Mm -hmm. but it's, uh, but maybe it's more of a money skill. And what I mean by that is I 
never really negotiated like salaries and things like that in my younger years. And now looking back, I really wish I had. Um, That's a good point. And and, and again, it's not – I think it's it's a lesson that I've learned that if you don't ask, you won't get. And I think like right from the time I graduated, I was always – so focused on, oh my gosh, what will I do? And who will, you know, who am I reporting to? And the team and blah, 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 the kind of work I was going to do and moving into corporate. But I never really was brave enough to ever question whatever salary they offered me. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and what I didn't realize then that I realize now is if you can negotiate, um, first of all, whatever offer they make you, Chances are it's not their best offer financially. Yeah. So yeah. there's always and it's on the low end. It's probably it's, like on quite the low end. Yeah. <laughs> so so there's always going to be some wiggle room, right? Yeah. So that's one. But the more important thing that I didn't realize is that that becomes your baseline. Mm. So any subsequent increase is going to be built off of that. Yeah. So so you're perpetually going to play catch up because yeah. it's not going to be like a substantial, you know, increase for in, in a lot of corporations. I mean, some corporations might be, but in, in some corp, most corporations is usually, you know, like maybe two to five percent on average. And then, you know, if you do really well, like certain bonuses and all of that. So so I think like especially in my first job. And my second job, you know, <laughs> I, I, it's funny. I actually, like, even when I moved companies, I never negotiated. I really? always wanted to, but I yeah. just wasn't brave enough. Like, it, it, it would scare me to think, oh, but this is such a cool job. Like, you know, because I would always switch, like, to something that I was really interested in. And yeah. I was so excited by getting that that I would yeah. like, oh, but I don't want to jeopardize anything. What if they get mad or what if they yeah. – And this is something that now um, I know is the stupidest thing <laughs> I could have thought about. <laughs> and if I could go back in time and tell the younger me and that said, hey, listen, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? They're going to say no, right? But, yeah. but the best thing is that, you know, you'll actually – get what you're asking for, you know, and the chances are you'll get some of what you're asking for, you know, would be the thing. It's still a win-win. And now I, I, and yeah, so it's something that I actually, every time, like if younger people, like if I have those career chats with, with, you know, students or whatever, and that's one of my first pieces of advice that I give them that I always say, you know what? Uh, you know, be Just ready negotiate. to negotiate, but not like unreasonably. Like, don't be yeah. like, you know, if they give you like a hundred dollars, you're like, actually, I'm not gonna come in for less than a thousand. You yeah, know? Uh, it's it's not like don't be dumb, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but I would totally be like, hey, you know, um, I was actually thinking a hundred and twenty or a hundred and ten, like whatever, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. see what well, happens. I, I guess like, but then I think that also comes with like. And see, this is like, this is wisdom that comes with age is because like, I I think that because you wanted the job so badly, like you felt that you were, like you were coming from a position of 
less power, um, less power. Yeah. And so, um, and you feel like you didn't have the leverage that you needed in order to actually get what you want. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And I think that, and I, and I think that like companies, management, whatever, like, I think that they bank on that in order to, you know, keep their salaries kind of low because they're just kind of like, oh, you know, these young ones think that like this, like this job is like the be all and end all. (laughs) And then, you know, and then, and then they're really nervous to kind of mess things up because they think that they're coming from a position of such little power. Yeah. Um, you know, so then, yeah. And and I wonder if it's like, (laughs) well, and I, I mean, like, I sometimes wonder if there's like a cultural or gender aspect to that too. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, actually, right? I don't know that. But um, but I w- for me, definitely. Yeah. Because um, even if I had asked my parents or whatever or my family, for, you know, like as in my cult, you know, within my culture, I I think that culturally, for sure, that there was an element of like, oh my gosh, Sam, like, don't be silly, right? It's important yeah. that you get the job, you know, versus um, hold out, hold out for uh, more money or more perks or more benefits or whatever. Yeah, the, you know, yeah. The thing might be. Yeah, exactly. And I also and I think- didn't know you could negotiate like other things like more vacation days yeah. and, and things like that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And in some companies you can actually negotiate for like stocks and stuff like yeah, that exactly. in companies, right? I like mean, especially yeah. in IT. Yeah. I think sometimes, I mean, I, I did get lucky. Like even in my first job, they gave me stock options. And, oh, nice. and believe it or not, I didn't actually know what to do with them. And then I didn't realize that they were just investing. <laughs> so it was really funny. Like three years later, I find out that they're worth like, whoa, 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 you know? And I'm like, why didn't I just keep adding to those, you know? <laughs> oh, so dumb. Oh, anyway, all stuff that you kind of learn in hindsight. That's yeah. Funny. <laughs> but yeah, that that I would say is probably one of my other mistakes. Yeah. yeah. No, I, and I can see like, especially like, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're an immigrant to a country, like it's Mm -hmm. hard and especially it's hard being like a first generation immigrant because like you can't really ask your family for any advice because they don't really know, especially if it's like a um, industry that they have no, um, Mm -hmm. knowledge of, like you can't actually rely on any of their learned experience because it's just like, they, they, they don't know the cult, like they don't know the work culture, right? So you're just kind of like on your own. Yeah. When our parents immigrated, like my dad, like this is what, 30 years ago, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 um, like when they, like when he immigrated here, um, or we immigrated and, um, yeah, there was like no awareness of some of the nuances of some of these things. Like he, 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 he's always been good with his money, but I think I also come from a culture where cash is king. Do you know what I mean? So okay, yeah. So yes, make like sure keeping you have, things liquid. Keeping yeah, things liquid. You, you yeah. keep liquid. Um, you have enough, like so you feel comfortable. Then yeah. the rest of it is distributed between real estate is the first investment, mm-hmm. and yeah. then um, it's the other types of investments. And I, <laughs> real estate was my other mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go to that later. But yeah, so I think like um, I just 
didn't really like I think growing up um, I didn't actually think about money as as strategically as I should have <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I think I kind of learned like bits from my father like because mm-hmm. okay that's the one thing like in my family we do we like we semi talk about money but not really not talk really. about money yeah. yeah exactly so like you kind of like hear you overhear things that, <laughs> yeah. like you know that your parents are doing but like you like you kind of learn from them like by osmosis but you don't actually like discuss them right yes. so like i mean I know, like, so, like, I mean, the one thing that's good is, like, my father, like, when I was 10, like, he opened up a savings, like, he went, like, you know, he took me to the bank, and he was, like, let's open up a savings account, yeah. you know, like, so, like, you know, I learned about interest and all these things, yeah. like, so you learn about, like, the basics, yeah. and then, like, you know, yeah, and then, like, you kind of glean that, like, land is key, like, yes. if you have a piece of land, this is worth a lot, worth right? Worth a lot, gold, yeah. gold is yeah. the other one. <laughs> Yeah, gold is the other one. And then like, and then the other thing, like, and then you do buy stocks. Like, so like, I knew that my father had stocks and things, but like, all, but the thing is, is like, all you end up hearing is when they do badly. Like, you don't actually hear about anything about how to invest or like, you know, when you should sell, when you should like, whatever. None of that. It's It's always like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's always when the market has a downturn and then like you've lost some money and then suddenly it all gets kind of like talked about. It's just like, oh, God, the stock market just like crashed, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, okay. But then see, I think, I wonder if this is why I have this anxiety around it because I'm just like, oh, if you invest in stocks, <laughs> things will go badly. <laughs> because all, that's all you hear, right? You never hear about the good times when you've actually made money on things. You just hear the bad things. And then so like, I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> if I put money into the stocks, it'll definitely get lost. <laughs> oh, my God. I have issues. Clearly, like, I'm sure any psychiatrist out there would be like, yeah, we need to chat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. no, but I will tell you this though. Um, if you are good about invest uh, saving, um, so which sounds like you are, um, and uh, you know, then make sure you get as high an interest out of it as possible. And I think yeah. investing might be the way to go. I know, I know. <laughs> I don't think I think your financial planner would be delighted to get a call from you <laughs> to actually putting money to work. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh my goodness. I like I feel so bad for him. He like he occasionally texts. He's like, We chatted a month ago. What are you thinking about doing? And I'm like, mm. and I'm like ghosting him because I'm like, I really don't want to deal with this right now. <laughs> poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah. No, I, I you know what though, for all my talk and stuff, I actually have to get better about a number of those things because like you, I do have an emotional spending pattern. Um, which, oh yeah, yeah. We forgot to talk about your oh, emotional spending pattern. Yeah, I'm very curious because like you hate shopping, but you I do hate shopping. Spend. But um, what I do spend a lot on is convenience, and what I mean by that is, uh, and especially with food and yeah, notebooks. Um, oh. I know oh, journals so and notebooks. Uh, <laughs> I I I mean like all those life planners, you know, yeah. like, um, whether you talk about happy planner, Erin Condren, passion planner. Um, Holy shit. Like, oh yeah, my God. I, I usually have them all and I usually order them all. Um, yeah. And it's not like I'm going shopping, shopping. I just, yeah. I, I just know which one I want kind of a thing. Right. Like it's like, yeah. Um, and uh, well, it's I, like with my jewelry. I already know. It's like with your jewelry. Which ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and what happens is, I feel every time I'm stuck and I'm feeling 
stuck or or some stagnant or somehow crappy. I feel yeah. like if I order a new planner or a new notebook, and it doesn't have to be like I have to order it. Like sometimes, like I have so many that <laughs> you know, um, I can just pull one out. But I just love that feeling of a brand new start. Uh, and I feel like this is it. This is going to be the time that I'm going to kickstart a new life and be a new person. And everything yeah. is miraculously going to get organized into this little binder yeah. or pages. And yeah. and I really, and life will be better. Life, life will, will be, be better. better. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and uh, so my indulgence is happens to be stationary. So it'll be like that the journals or, or or a beautiful fountain pen or the stickers on on the for the journals, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's like my biggest um thing and and food like i will pay for convenience so yeah the more often you see uber eats and doordash on my credit card statements oh that's when you know you've had a bad month yeah <laughs> i mean because i've always like so there's an element of convenience for sure right where i'm like yeah. oh, i don't want to do dishes and i don't want to clean but the frequency of it so you can sort of see like oh my gosh like she ordered you know breakfast lunch and dinner and then there was a snack thrown in there sometimes with two dinners, <laughs> you know because <laughs> yeah. i couldn't decide if i wanted you know asian yeah. or italian or pizza like whatever right yeah so i'll actually order both uh, so, um <laughs> Yeah. And it's not like I'll finish eating it. So then it's wasted. So there is that. So yeah, yeah. So that's one of my emotional spending patterns is, you know, like I will always want that fresh start through stationery. And usually it's yeah. a book or a or journal um, yeah. or a pen or I will or and not or and I will order food. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because like, I think that like what we buy kind of like function similarly because yeah. like even though yours is like notebooks and like convenience like my and mine is like jewelry and makeup like I think it's it's coming from the same place oh, which is totally. that like mm -hmm. it will somehow transform my life like I <laughs> like I think that like I think that like the jewelry and the makeup it's just like it's I think symbolic. it's like a little bit of it's symbolic of like glamour and like and like a little bit of like a, like another person or like a different a different facet of you or just like something more like it's just yeah it just it's just like it, yeah like some like it's not like I want to be a completely different person but I just want like something about life to change you know what I mean it's just it's it's interesting yeah see whereas like notebooks would never would freak me out because I think like the thought of like having to fill one up or like just looking at it and just like seeing all like my to-do list like keep growing <laughs> like it's just like I think it would just like make me more anxious oh I'm my like, god oh. no, I, I, I love like you know like um Oh my gosh! Like I look at the you know the 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 width of the lines, uh, whether and then, then I decide if I want dotted or plain or lined or you know uh, then I the size of the journal. Like I'm like, okay, what do I want this for? Do I want a little pocket version? Do I want like a, a slim one? Do I want pull out pages? Like yeah, like that process. Like you know how you are like oh from top to finish. Like I find it a soothing process. Exactly, it's very that soothing. Planning, All of it's soothing. That yeah. planning, like I put so much thought into my planning <laughs> of what to do with the second notebook that yeah. I don't actually work on those notebooks after they arrive. <laughs> but what's funny is I actually don't find the joy as soon as I have it in my hand. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder why that is. So not, not the same level. Like, yes, some yeah. of it I use for my real life. And so, you know, yeah. you know, I have a work planner. I have a, you know, thingy planner. Personal one. Personal yeah, one, yeah. Maybe yeah. social one, like whatever. I had, a, I had yeah. one for budgets and one for recipes and one for, you know, like I do a lot yeah. of those kind of things. Okay. So those are the useful ones. But I also yeah. have a whole stack of notebooks and things where I genuinely don't know what to do because I thought I had plans but and I do but I never executed on them yeah yeah (laughs) there for another day so so my my money mistakes if you will Mm -hmm. are are you know sort of tied to like those stagnant moments of my life or areas of my life that I should probably work on you know (laughs) instead of spending like you know 75 dollars on like this 40 page planner, you know, yeah. maybe I should have just used that and like donated it to something or used it for like, I don't know, something different, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, like something more practical or something. something yeah, more I know. Practical. I know. I'm like, it's yeah. just on my shelf right now. I'm like, yeah, maybe you could have ordered like four books and read them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. See, I think my problem is, well, I can, I, yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess I don't, so okay, yeah. So I guess my problem is similar to yours in the mm-hmm. sense that like I like so I have all this jewelry. It makes me happy because I still remember them all. So yes, even if I don't exactly. actually am like even if I'm not wearing them, like I yeah. I'm just like, "Oh, I I know I have this ring and I like it because of this that and the other or whatever." Yeah. But the problem for me is like it collects because you can't wear it all. Like you at can't wear time. it all the time, right? Yeah. Like yeah, or at, or at the same time or anything, right? So I I don't know, like is, and especially with the pandemic, there aren't that many functions. So it's not like you can just be like, oh, I'm just going to wear this like really blingy, like, you know, mm-hmm. like whatever ring, you know? So, um, yeah. So I think that gives me like that pang of disappointment because you're just like, I want to wear this, but I have nowhere to wear it to. <laughs> but that, that's, look at it this way. That's like just more of a pandemic issue, right? And the world is opening up, fingers crossed. And you know, things yeah. start happening again. And and I've known you for a while and, and you you're you're always dressed to the nine. So it's not you might not be able to wear <laughs> things uh all at once, but you'll have plenty of occasions to rotate them and get the joy out of them. <laughs> out of them, I know, I know. I know. I know. Well yeah, but I think I and I think that's part part of me. I think maybe now that I'm older I should just like embrace this. I'm just gonna be one of those women that just wears jewelry that is not appropriate for an event. Like I just gonna do it i'm just like this makes me happy i don't know not appropriate for an event like what (laughs) oh no you know what i mean like i don't know like something that's like you know you're going to like a casual thing and you're just wearing like some like really gaudy piece of jewelry like i'm just gonna like not care i'm like this is making me happy i'm just gonna do it it. (laughs) where whatever makes you happy (laughs) i think that's the whole point like you know uh i know we were talking about money mistakes but Honestly, it's it's just a way to sort of recognize how far you've come and how you've evolved and grown, right? Through yeah. through your money decisions, like what, and and also recognize who you are through what you spend your money on, um, you know, like your jewelry and 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 your <laughs> makeup. <laughs> but that's because you actually enjoy social events and doing those kinds of things, and and you know, so that yeah. version of you 
Uh, yeah, it's, it's not a lie. <laughs> no, no, I know. I know. I think this is also why. Like, I, and I know we mentioned this like way, way, way back in the day when the, this pod first started. But like, you know, this is why I think I get so what's the I want I'm, like what's the word like so irritable when it comes to like you know these like do's and don'ts of like what to wear and what not to wear like when you're older because mm-hmm. like. Yeah, because especially with the makeup situation, because I'm just kind of like, I want to wear like crazy colors and like, yeah. I don't like being told that I can't wear it in my 40s, you know? So yeah. like, um, well, yeah, because it makes me happy. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> hey, you know my philosophy, just F um. <laughs> 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 exactly exactly oh, I know gosh. I know I think things are changing I think things are yeah, changing but at the same time like um yeah like I I think that's why I don't like I don't like rules being put on things like if they make no sense like just because some people just like doing things because you know it brings them joy so just let them be joyful exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway yeah. yeah yeah this was interesting it's interesting that uh yeah no I I I uh I, I mean I do realize I still have some work to do like around finances like mm-hmm. I think I'm just uh but and, and and I also just I'd like to think that it isn't too late you know like that's mm-hmm. the other thing that I find like a lot of finance um articles seem to um I don't they try to scare you into it or something but they're always like oh if you had done this in your 20s you, you would be like yeah. yeah and it's just like oh. <laughs> Look, I mean, all, all it know. means is you just have probably have to tighten it you like if you don't have a certain amount saved for your retirement are you going to be in trouble probably <laughs> you know <laughs> um, so you know how how much longer after your retirement are you going to be living and how much money yeah. do you think you'll need and you kind of yeah sure you have have that much saved yeah. up, right? Um, so yeah. I think those articles are, I think I just take them with a grain of salt, like, because all it's telling me is to make sure that I'm ready for the retirement and, and uh, life. And, and I adjust my expectations. So if I want to continue living like today, I have to figure out a way to save more. <laughs> but if I'm yeah. okay and I'm willing to cut it back and say, actually, I'm just going to live like, you know, in a teepee hut in, uh, in, in a remote <laughs> island somewhere, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> or a straw hut or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, somewhere, then um, I, I pro- might need less. It might cost, yeah. you know. And yeah, so exactly. just basically telling you, think about what you actually want in your future. And knowing, yeah. and since you know that I'm not an island person, <laughs> <in the> sense, <laughs> I, I would not survive in, if it's too hot <laughs> or with too many sandy beach days. Uh, I know. I'm like, unless you're talking about an island near Iceland. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I know. That that's I feel your, like, okay, where's my mountain? Tin, please. Um, um, yeah, so you know, I probably wouldn't. So I'd probably be stuck in Toronto anyway. I know, <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, and that's the other thing is that like, um, you know, you you read a lot about these fire investors or whatever. Um, yeah, I know you do because like I know you follow a bunch of them on uh, like on YouTube and things like that. So, um, but like, and I think like. I mean, good for them. I always find I'm like, good for you. I'm really glad that you were able to retire early and like live the life that you want. But then sometimes I look at their lives and I'm like, I can't live on 30,000 a year. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like yeah. just like my life like my lifestyle that I'm like living right now I'm like living in Toronto like and I like Toronto like I think that's yeah. the thing it's just yeah, like exactly like, it's, I'm not saying you can't live on 30,000 yeah. a year but then for me to do that it would mean I would have to like downsize like live in a different city like it just like it involves like a huge life shift and I'm just like I don't think I can do this right now yeah, well, you know a, yeah yeah. Um, fire is uh, not for everyone, right? Like it's, um, and I think that there's a new awareness uh, of that. Um, yeah. That there, what does it stand for? What does it stand for? Um, it's, uh, oh my gosh, retire early. So I know that's the part that I remember. I remember like it's the retire early. Financially part, I independent, I think. Oh, retire early. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, retirement early or financial uh, something. Yeah, it's like financially independent, it, yes. retire early or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a, a version of it now that is basically recognizing a you don't actually have to retire early because a lot of people, what they do is they actually spend that time to do other things that they actually like. So oh, when okay. they retire, what they mean is retire from the jobs that they're not enjoying and then oh. start second or third careers in like whatever they do like to do right yeah Um, so that's one thing and then also some other people are like okay we don't want to be so extreme um or have such a like a targeted date of retirement but yeah you know so we will be a little bit more like it doesn't have to be so lean, you know, to get mm. there. Um, yeah, they're not, yeah. not going to save like 90% of their income, you know? Um, yeah. So they'll be like, okay, maybe we'll save 30 or 35% of my income um, to do that. So and then just work a little longer or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so okay. I think that's like, uh, there's like different things. But I do have to admit that I love watching uh, those kind of shows or reading those kind of books because I love the thought process of seeing how people – prioritize what actually matters in their life and how oh, do they, interesting yeah right because like you said like for you the thing is if you were to sort of say oh my gosh I'm just never gonna buy jewelry again that's just not being true to who you are you yeah know? ever since I've known you you've always had like interesting pieces you enjoy them like you don't even need other people to know about them you know yeah exactly. <laughs> it's not like, you're like oh hey guys you haven't seen my new ring right it's not like that. <laughs> it's like it's but but you genuinely like find so much joy and pairing it up with the right outfit or whatever that is right yeah it's part of who you are so it makes no sense not to actually indulge that when you can you know like responsibly it doesn't make sense not to indulge that at all yeah like you know it's like oh I'm gonna do that when I'm 90 or 100 it's like yeah but you could have also enjoyed a little bit of it when you were 40 you know yeah yeah so so I think it's just about balance but then for some people like you know me like until like Taz or some of the other girls like mention you have a new ring or a new whatever I'm always like huh you do, like, you know. It's like, I, I didn't notice, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, I didn't like, notice at all because I was like, <laughs> I have no clue. Like, I barely wear any jewelry. <laughs> exactly, and that's fine because that's who you are. You but know? I like, like your yeah. dresses, though. <laughs> And I like Thank makeup you. and I like makeup. So when you do yeah. makeup nicely, I'm like, oh, 
like that's a nice lipstick see (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly I know I know and then and that's the thing is just like I I don't even do it for other people to notice I just do it because it just makes me feel happy like and like even during the pandemic it's so funny like even though I was wearing masks all the time I would Mm -hmm. still wear lipstick underneath yeah like no one's seeing it no one sees it but I know that it's there and I like the color like you know it's just like I would just do it every day I would like even like sometimes I wouldn't even do eye makeup I would just like I would literally have be have nothing like I have nothing on my face but I would have lipstick and then I would cover it up with a mask (laughs) makes no sense but like I would do it (laughs) (laughs) well I think the lesson for today's discussion is that you know be responsible with your money if you've you know, take stock of what, how you spent your money in your younger years so that you can, you know, um, <laughs> correct for them in your, in your, uh, yeah, correct, <laughs> correct them if, if they didn't go, if you didn't invest that in, I guess, things that matter to you. But yeah. so, so, you know, you, you were like, oh my gosh, my emotional spending, but I'm like, yeah, but you actually do it responsibly. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> how terrible it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, well, no, actually, I like I'll I'll correct that. I I I don't think I was that responsible in my twenties, but I think that like I curved it when I got when I got older. Like, how yeah, did you do yeah. That? Like, how um, did you do I think that? like how did I do that? Yeah, like I think I think I just took stock of it. I was just like, oh my god, like you're spending way too much money on this stuff. Like, yeah, like just stop. You know, like yeah. doing this. I think I did recognize I was doing it emotionally, and it was just yeah. like you don't okay. really need this. Yeah, but, and I'll you know, spend within my limits versus yeah. taking on debt for it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that yeah. that's what you need to be aware of, right? Same thing here. Like, I think I took stock of it. I didn't actually start even saving until I was in my 30s, you know? Yeah. Um, I just wasn't good about it. And same thing, like, you know, between student loans and credit card debt, I was like, eh, life's going to be okay. And then until one day, I don't know, like something just went like, oh my gosh, I need to do this, you know? And then... <laughs> All of a sudden, it was like, you know, yeah, like this becomes your new project. Where you're totally like, new I need project. See? <laughs> see, and then you needed a new notebook for it. Yeah, and then, <laughs> a whole new notebook. Yeah, and, and then I totally got into finance. Right, like I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what it means. This is what happens. This is what it, you know, like we need to do this. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, so now, I know. So, so yeah, but you're right. Like I think that you know, um, it's 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 about moving forward. I think and failing yeah. forward. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. I th- I think that's how I feel. I feel like I'm failing forward in the sense that like I mean, I I know that I'm not like I, I know like I'm not at my peak financial level, but like and and it's just it, and it'll just take some work. Like I I think I do recognize that I have some emotional issues around finances and I should yeah. just like take like do some work on them and like try to get in better financial shape. But it's an ongoing process. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's any financial therapists. There should be, right? right? I feel like we somebody, yes. We should look at that. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I'm like, you know, that would be like a really, it would be like a really interesting niche where you have like, like a psychology, psychology degree and you know finance. Yeah. And then you can like meld the two and like help well, people. That would be super <laughs> cool, actually. I bet you yeah. can do something around those. Areas. I would think so. And if right. not, we call dibs. <laughs> <laughs> we deserve free treatment for five years. We'll do <laughs> I know, um, I know. And or we will like we'll set up our own finance therapy like <laughs> company. Exactly. Totally. Um <laughs> we're not just the patients, you know. No, sorry, we're not just the founders, we're also, we're also the patients. <laughs> 
for the students. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, anyway, on that note, um, I think we should probably call this an episode. Um, so I, I don't know how informational that was for everybody, but anyway, we we had fun discussing our financial mishaps. But um, anyway, uh, I do want to know what they think. Um, so do you thinking, yeah, about our own? No, like, <laughs> actually, what, or what theirs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are theirs? Yeah. right. Like what? Yeah. Um, because I'm pretty sure people have. Uh, things that they wish they had done differently with when it comes to money. Yeah, for sure. No, it's true. I hope you do, guys, because if not, then what the fuck? (laughs) You guys know exactly the right thing to do. So tell us that too, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you figured it out, please give us information because I want to (laughs) learn. I really need to know. Yeah. And then, um, and yeah, so just uh, hit us up on social and let us know. And then, um, or email us at does this make me look old at gmail.com. And you can find us on our website at does this make me look old.com. Did I say that right? I always mix yeah. them up. But anyway, okay. <laughs> um, okay. And uh, yeah, so until next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.